0: Oh my gosh! Well, now that we're recording, now <laughs> confession, we, we just we're did just ten
1: minutes—not
0: ten minutes. We were talking for about two minutes, and it was great content. It was wonderful. Now that we've already done our introductions, we can't—we're not going to do that again. Well, let's 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 try to bring some of that back.
2: Hi, I'm Maureen. Hi, I'm Jessica.
0: I'm a residential designer and local food blogger. I'm a family and wedding photographer and self-proclaimed local tour guide. And together, we are Mountain Maryland Mamas. Bringing you stories from Deep Creek and Garrett County, Maryland. Yay! Okay, we're, we're sitting on the back deck of our retreat place mm-hmm. for creating some content and episodes. It's 60 degrees, a beautiful fall day, and we're going to talk about outdoor adventure today, which is incredibly appropriate for Garrett County and Deep Creek because we are known for our natural beauty.
2: Especially in the fall, I feel like as a four-season area, hiking in the fall is just wonderful because who cares if it's like a little muddy, a little cool. You're not going to sweat going to feel that cool, crisp air. Yeah. And one of my favorite expressions is, there's no such thing as bad
0: weather, only bad gear. And and my suggestion for some great gear is hand warmers. That's oh, all you need. Yep. That is all you need when it turns fall here. And <laughs> I don't know sure all chilling. you need. <laughs> some great boots. I will say that, and you can get into that later. But yeah. we must point out our background noise before we talk any further. Okay, so we're going to be quiet and not talk for... Just a short amount of time. Ready? Go. <laughs> I think, Do you
2: think the microphone picked it up? I don't know. I think mostly what we're hearing is our neighbors partying down the road. No,
0: that's <laughs> not what happens here. Let's be serious. The swaying of the leaves, a little bit of breeze, there were some birds chirping. It's, yeah, so yeah. we're gonna you're gonna hear that as we continue to chit chat about outdoor adventure. Yeah. So where's your favorite uh, favorite places to go? I I gotta mention Swallow Falls State Park first. I I first of all though, overall think that Garrett County has a lot of really great state parks. Swallow Falls State Park being one of the most well known because mm-hmm. there are three. Three? I don't know. I feel like Maybe somebody more. tried to argue me that argue with me that there was four waterfalls there. there. There's like an upper and a lower Swallow Falls. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. That's true.
2: But one, Oliver Falls and Muddy Creek Falls. Muddy Creek, mm-hmm. Muddy Creek is the most famous, probably
0: well known, well recognized. It's the tallest in Maryland, I believe. We should probably we should have googled all this stuff before. We, <laughs> we can fill it in. Facts. Well, I'll edit that out. We can fill it in. No, I like it. Don't okay. edit that out, Marine. <laughs> Let's keep it real. So, um, Swallow Falls State Park, one of the reasons I love going there and suggesting it to people is because I think it looks beautiful in any weather. I have Mm -hmm. been there in the rain. I have been there in the colorful leaves. I have been there in the snow. I have been there when it's very dry and there's no water, and you can just kind of really hop around and explore through where the water normally runs. Hot spot for photos. Photos. I take so many photos there. Not even of the waterfalls. just of the people standing in front of the waterfalls. So... It's absolutely one of the most requested places that I get for engagement sessions. And, shameless plug, I gotta mention that I'm trying to encourage as many people as possible to do weddings at places like Swallow Falls. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go stand on a giant rock. Your officiant, you and your significant other, me the photog in the background. Maybe you take ten people with you, maybe you don't. Maybe it's a complete elopement and you plan it in a month. But when you release the idea of a big, fancy venue or bringing 100 people with you, you can get married in front of a waterfall. Yeah. And we have that here. Okay. Shameless plug. Over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned, like, the
2: state parks. And we have so many. Um, we just took Millie again. Well, we took her when she was first born to Swallow Falls. And that was really special because we wanted to see the leaves, like, at their peak last year. But we always go to the Deep Creek State Park and it's kind of just, you know, we always think we're going to go a little somewhere, a little more adventurous, like maybe Cooper's Rock or like further away. But we just sometimes end up going to Deep Creek State Park and we love it. And when I was pregnant and it was during COVID, we would hike there all the time. And it was such a great way to like get out. You could stay a little, you know, away from people, but you were still outside taking in like the lake so gorgeous and now we just have that memory and we've taken Amelia there like twice once when it was like super cold and we Tom even walked out a little bit on the lake with her and so the lake was frozen yeah (gasps) and so like yeah yeah Amelia's been on the lake (laughs) (gasps) Amelia has walked on the water (laughs) and then we were just there a little bit ago a couple weeks ago in October and it was gorgeous just the fall leaves were peaking and It was perfect.
0: It's absolutely one of those spots that when people say they want to get to the water, they want to access the lake, Deep Creek Lake State Park is the perfect place to do it.
2: We do wish we had more public access to Deep Creek Lake. Definitely something that could be improved upon, Mm -hmm. but But Deep Creek State Park is wonderful. You have sandy
0: beach area roped off swimming in the summer. And in the fall, it's just really, really quiet, and you yeah. get a little bit of colorful leaves. You get some pine trees, and you get the rocky shoreline of the state park. It's a really great
2: combination. And they've the count like the county and Garrett trails and other organizations have worked so hard too on the mountain biking trails at the state park. So there's so much opportunity to like get out there um, and just enjoy fall and, like, mountain biking
0: and hiking and and all that. So the first time that I tried out some of Deep Creek Lake State Park's new trails was with friends who have little boys around the same age as my Jack, Mm -hmm. and we took his mountain bike. Not Jack. He didn't have one at the time. Mm -hmm. We have since bought one at High Mountain Sports because he got a little interested in mountain biking after we went to the the new trails there. So fun. And there was a great little spot for beginner-level kiddos who really have only ever ridden on a road yeah there were some great little jumps and little hills for them to go over and um that is definitely a scene that is growing here in Garrett County and it's exciting for sure, mountain biking for the youth
2: well I think that just gives us another episode idea too and <gasps> talking about all the new put it on the spreadsheet Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes all the opportunities for people to do uh, mountain biking in the county but I think we'll just stay focused on our hikes on our hikes So, now we're going to hear from two friends of the pod. First, you'll hear from Elizabeth Williams and then Rachel Brook. They're going to share with us some of their favorite places to go hiking. And then, stay tuned a little later in the episode, we're going to give you some safety tips for going on all of these adventures.
1: my trail tip is for the kendall trail in friendsville maryland which follows the yakaganey river south from the town of friendsville about three miles total out and back it's great for running the kids or dogs since you're on a railroad grade so it's not strenuous at all just beautiful scenery and towards the end there's a small swimming hole that's known as the fall hole so if you head down on a day that there's whitewater release, you'll see tons of kayakers and rafters in all sorts of Skittles colors. Um, it's near the tail end of one of the best stretches of technical whitewater in the country, which brings people from all over and another way that a lot of people experience Garrett County, on the rivers instead of the lakes. Hi Mountain
3: Maryland Mamas, just sending you a voicemail to tell you about one of my favorite fall hikes with my kids. Uh, We love to go to Cranesville Swamp, which is just over the Garrett County border into West Virginia, but it's a super easy drive um, from our house, only about 15 minutes. It's a really cool nature preserve, um, and you essentially get to walk through three separate distinct ecosystems. There's a really cool boardwalk through the swamp. Um, I highly recommend that if it's rained anytime recently, you let your kids wear muck boots, mud boots, rain boots and plan on getting a little bit messy. Um, Some of the places are are damp, Um, but there's huge trees, there's logs, there's a really cool boardwalk through the swamp, all kinds of nature that don't get to see on just your average hike through the woods. Uh, One note, it's not a dog-friendly hike uh, because of the swamp and boardwalk, so um, lots of people don't realize that when they get out there, and when you're driving out there, you almost feel like you're getting lost, but I promise it's really easy to get to um, and it's super convenient to Deep Creek Lake.
0: So we got to mention Harrington Manor State Park, mm-hmm. which is, what, maybe three to five miles from Swallow Falls State Park. There is a trail that connects the two of them. One of the things I love about Harrington Manor State Park, and I just recently found out about it, are there really great quality cabins that you can rent at really inexpensive prices. Like, I'm talking, last I heard was 90 a $100 a night. That's great. Isn't it? I, I mean, there were some cabins, I think, that slept two or four people there are some that sleep six, so some are bigger than the others they all have their own little fire space outside full kitchens full bath you bring your own linens Mm -hmm. which is fine pretty standard for state park accommodations but then you you can you can lodge overnight very inexpensively you can be inside of a great state park with plenty of trees there's a great quiet lake so we don't, we we don't was, know, we have more than just Deep Creek Lake. Yeah, we I was have, just thinking
2: that too. Like yeah. we, Tom and I have taken the canoe out there and done like beautiful. There's so much wildlife and it's, it's a lot less crowded. So, so again, quiet. if you're looking for public access to a lake, Harrington Manor is an awesome option. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it looks really pretty in the snow, but we won't get that <laughs> until later we'll season. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to talk about Castleman also. Right? Oh, that's right. So Through my photography business, when I have, especially families that are coming from out of town, maybe they don't have a lot of Deep Creek experience, maybe they're first timers, I love to put together personalized Deep Creek things to-do lists. And almost all the time, I'm including this option to do like an afternoon adventure or a one-day getaway to Grantsville, Mm -hmm. your neck of the woods, and visit the Castleman Bridge, which I believe is over 100 years old, I believe. I don't know the exact history behind it. There is um, a really great, like, sign there. Yes, there is. It explains it.
2: um, It was, like, you know, George Washington. And they called it Little Crossings. And that's why, like, Cornucopia Cafe and their shop right next door
0: is Little Crossings. Just because of the history of the place um, with, you know, one of the founding fathers. And I, I love... I've taken the kids up there. And when the water is low in the Castleman River, which runs under the bridge the kids can kind of just hop around and explore the water and get in there without really swimming, and it's quiet. I've never found a lot of crowds there, a lot of people, unless they're having an event of some kind, but then it's really great to just walk up and around the bridge, go to Cornucopia Cafe. I highly recommend a cup of coffee so you can try their salted caramel creamer. Ooh. <laughs> and I know you like their avocado toast. Oh, my gosh. Their avocado toast is heaven,
2: just the perfect combo of... Sourdough bread, avocado spread, bacon,
0: parmesan. It's everything uh, Everything seasoning. And so if you wanted to make a little outdoor adventure one-day trip, check out the Castleman Bridge. Wade around in the low water. Hopefully there wasn't a lot of rain. Go to the Cornucopia Cafe. Grab a coffee or a drink. Have a little meal. Go to Little Crossings Pantry. Buy some wine, cooking ingredients. You could even... If you're there on a weekend, Spruce Forest, Artisan Village, which is right there. Mm -hmm. If there are any of the artists at their cabins making, knitting, welding. I mean, so many like great artists and the potter.
2: uh, I have to shout out Lynn Lias. Definitely one of my favorites. And they also Little Crossings or if you go into the shop at Penn Alps, they have a ton of local products for sale. So flour from Stanton's Mill. Um, And since I do have my handy-dandy computer, I pulled up so that we could go back a little bit to uh, the history of the Castleman Bridge. So it was built 1813 to 1814, and it was a part of the National Road. So,
0: yeah. Older than I thought it was. Yeah. Way older. Well, the nice thing about that little um, adventure suggestion is you literally could park your car in one spot and everything we just mentioned, you can walk to very easily. It's all yes. in one general area in and Grantsville. We,
2: yeah, we love that as far as, like, family outings. Like, super accessible if you have, like, older kids, like, older family members just need the accessibility. And for younger kids who
0: don't, you know, they got nap time. Right. And they can't, you can't trust them on the big giant rocks elsewhere. Because <laughs> that's what I'm going through. To take the kids to Swallow Falls by myself is a little nerve-wracking. Not to say the Swallow Falls is not a place you should go with kids but they just need a little more supervision if they're happy out in the forest and they're running and exploring. Yeah, I mean, that's the
2: thing about going to state parks. It's like, there's no, you know, like, kids get to explore. And they get to just kind of be kids and... Sometimes that leads to bigger
0: adventures than you're anticipating. (laughs) Maybe you leave crying. Maybe you need a band-aid later on. Maybe your clothes are soaking wet. That is is maybe a one big giant mama tip I feel like we should give out. If anybody is going to explore our state parks and they've got toddlers, young kiddos, they're going to jump on the rocks. They're going to put their feet in the water. They're going to test the boundaries. I always try to make sure I've got an extra set of clothes. For sure.
4: Hi, Tom Schaefer here and I'm just gonna give you three simple hiking tips to get you rolling on your day hike whether you've never been before on a nice day hike kind of out in the woods or you have been a bunch of times but you know what we always learn something new usually so number one you know just make a plan let someone know where you're going and making a plan doesn't have to be super detailed you know but hey I'm gonna go hiking today and I'm going to go hiking Deep Creek State Park, or New Germany State Park, or Dolly Sods Wilderness Area. Yes, you can do day hikes there too, it doesn't have to be an overnight backpacking trip. So and let someone know where and when and what time you'll be back. Pretty simple. Number two, know what the 10 essentials are and take those with you uh, depending on the type of hike you're doing. And 10 essentials, uh, there's a couple good websites we're going to link. Um, they're going to link in this podcast for you in the notes, I believe. And, uh, it, it's things like, you know, water, uh, food, um, something to build a fire. If, if, you know, if you need to always carrying a pocket knife is a really good thing. Uh, doesn't have to be a big old Rambo knife, but a nice pocket knife. So, and those 10 essentials, um, you know, we'll get a little more detailed on those, uh, links we're going to share. And then say hi to your other fellow hikers out there on the trail. You know, don't have to keep a head down. Um, but, you know, it all depends on what your rhythm and pace you're, look, you're comfortable with and what you're looking for. And that, you know, can depend and change depending on what your mood is, what the terrain is, what the weather is, you know, or what physical and mental shape you're in while you're taking that hike. And those are my three simple hiking tips. So, hike on, my friends.
0: We totally need to mention gear yes. ideas, which yeah. you want to touch upon.
2: For sure. So, again, like, love to say there's no bad weather. There's only bad gear. Yeah. Because I think if you're going to live and visit a place like Garrett County, you have to be ready for anything. You have to be ready for snow in October. You have to be ready for icy, you know, we're going to Swallow Falls in February. Maybe there's no snow, but there's shade. And so you're dealing with, like, some icy spots anyway. So we wanted to kind of talk about some of the, like, local spots to pick up gear. And And we love High Mountain. Shout out to
0: Steve Green. Yes. This is not (laughs) sponsored. It's not. But Steve is a wonderful guy doing a lot for our area and providing really one of the only spots to gather the gear that you need to outdoor adventure. Yeah.
2: We, um, you know, every season they're just well equipped with, you know the best gear and whatever you need to get out there and, and enjoy whatever weather we have. So.
1: I think
0: I think Steve and the staff at High Mountain absolutely understand the outdoor options that we have here, the different seasons that we have. That's where we got Jack's mountain bike. Yeah. Jack has a mountain bike that he's been able to use in our backyard.
2: It's also such a great resource because you can go in there and talk to them about, they know like the trails and the systems yes. and everything. So if you're looking for, you're like, well, where should we go today? Pop into High Mountain, grab an extra base layer. Talk they to them also about. have
0: hand warmers at High Mountain Sports. <laughs> of course I they buy do. mine there. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is something that we've been using lately, especially with like a baby, and we love like to be outside. So we always need new gear, and she's growing so fast. Um, we've been taking advantage of the Patagonia Reworn program. So Which I've never heard of. Yeah. No, never. it's awesome, and that's why like why I wanted to mention it because. When you're talking about you know new gear and kids that are growing, I think we also want to be a little like sustainably conscious, like about what we're doing and the kind of gear we're buying. And I bought an entire new ski outfit, pants, jacket, everything, on the Patagonia Reworn. You can send in your old stuff, they fix it or they sell it. And the pants I got, like everything, was great price, good condition, and it was just, it was such a great option for just whenever you need new gear and you just
0: don't want to go out and and buy and brand new. We know as much as the next mom that kids wear clothes for three months and then they're too small. Right. So we should, we realize we should have mentioned High Mountain Sports again in our other episode <laughs> about Autumn Glory because right. they have the we ski and snowboard ski swap. swap. But hats off to High Mountain for having a ski and snowboard swap every Autumn Glory. You can turn on your old equipment, skis, snowboards, boots, and then you can go and shop on Autumn Glory Weekend. I mean, we were able to get Jack a really great set of snow skis and boots last year that he used a ton, and we got him the next size boots this year. I even got my own equipment this year, but it's a great way. I saw so many kids in and out of that swap. It's a yeah. great way to keep the youth And if you
2: have things gear. that
0: you want to
2: sell, and right? Right. you just take them to the swap like before they open, And uh, yeah, well, so something to keep in mind before next autumn for next autumn, (laughs) yeah. I mean, we'll we'll repeat our hot tip. Yes, but I think that's enough uh, enough free content for High Mountain. The birds
0: are (laughs) chirping again; they're telling us to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have one more voice memo from our friend Elizabeth Williams, and she's going to share a little bit more about Garrett Trails. I think we touched on this maybe a little bit, but she's got some great info for us.
1: I love talking about trails and finding new favorite spots that I never knew were there. Um, And there is more protected acreage in Garrett County between all of the state parks, state forests, wildlife management areas than anywhere else in the state. So there is a lot to explore and a great place to start is the Garrett Trails website. They are a nonprofit that does trail building and trail advocacy, um, even on the state and federal level, for bringing attention to improving trail access in the area. Knowing it's really an economic driver, because if there wasn't a way into all of that acreage, people just aren't going to care about it as much. Um, and there are a lot of people freshly interested in outdoor rec due to the pandemic. So that's put new demands on trail systems and services. Um, Garrett Trails is also doing some really great projects with trail accessibility. Um, They own an adaptive all-terrain wheelchair, which is very, very cool. Um, It's available by appointment. But on their website, garretttrails.org, you can find a list of trails by name or browse around on a map. And uh, probably find a spot that you never knew existed.
2: Next episode, we are going to talk about local food. <gasps> Who
0: doesn't love to eat? And this is
2: my, just the topic that just touches my soul, is talking about local food with my blog, Tapas in Sunshine. I'm always trying to highlight like what's in season, what can you get locally. So we also want to hear from you so we we do have an email we have an email (laughs) surprise so our email address is mountain maryland mamas all spelled out sorry mountain maryland mamas at gmail.com all spelled out um send us a voice memo of your favorite meal you've had recently where you implemented a local product did you use some local honey maybe you foraged for some blackberries this summer We want to hear it. We want to include it in our next episode. Um, Or
0: maybe if you've gone to a local restaurant here in Garrett County or Deep Creek that you know they've sourced from local farms, because some of them
2: do do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and if you've been, maybe if you went to the uh, local farm dinner at Wild'em, tell us about that. Or Hideaway. Or Hideaway. Both events and locales did some really great dinners this summer using local products. We would love to
0: hear about your experience with that because both included outdoor dining experiences, which is another thing that's kind of cool. We can do that here in Garrett County with a great natural backdrop. Awesome. Yeah. So what's really cool is all of our outdoor adventure that we just mentioned, very fall specific. But when we come to winter in the tundra of Maryland, it gets very, I don't know, a little more exciting. Yeah. Snow. Snow. Yeah. and cold and the frozen lake <laughs> <laughs> uh where can people find us on instagram on instagram at mtn maryland mamas that yeah. is our instagram handle tag us follow us send oh, us a oh yeah comment. definitely tag us we want to see we want to share other people's experiences here love for this place
2: yeah we don't have enough content to you know keep this thing going just on our own we are so. still brand
0: new <laughs> this is our second episode recorded in one day maybe our third i don't know <laughs> <laughs> See about that. all right well thanks friend this was a great chat now we are going to have some wine watch gilmore girls and maureen is going to cook us a butternut squash
2: curry The butternut squash is from our friends at Honeymoon Farm, our ginger, our garlic, our onion, also from Honeymoon Farm. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a great, great little night and our retreat here. Uh, We can't wait to hear from
0: all of you. And we'll see you next time. And thanks so much for listening. If you're still here, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.